Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. Breaking loop. I just keep messing up that bit. <laughs> Bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Brett McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Bratt, a virtual reality YouTuber. I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. So, unfortunately, we don't have Adam here. Um, wasn't able to make it to this week's podcast, but we have a very special guest for this podcast to uh, replace me. Hello, I'm that guy's Will, and I create content revolving around the PSVR. And um, we'll have links and stuff to uh, his YouTube channel, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that at the very end of the podcast. I'm now realizing that I should have... I So, audience, I am I have recently joined... And this is like kind of older news, and I just realized that I haven't made the change yet. I joined a I'm always hesitant to call it pro, but at least I joined a competitive team for the game onward recently. So maybe I should be attaching that to the little introduction bit. Yes. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Pro gamer here, guys. Pro, pro. gamer. I'm Rick McAfee, producer and pro gamer. We're <laughs> <laughs> right. gonna watch you live. <laughs> So we are all sitting here in VR, guys. We're interacting as if we were really together in one room. So check out the YouTube channel. We got links everywhere. If you want to see us in our lovely virtual reality faces. We run the podcast in three sections. First, a VR gaming news section. Second, we'll be talking about our experiences with some of the new VR games to come out. And third, we'll be running a discussion that changes week to week. This week, we'll be talking about whether you should be purchasing an HP Reverb G2 or a Valve Index. Uh, there was a question brought by our community. We're going to be excited to answer that one. Last week, we covered the importance of room scale in VR. Really important topic. I recommend you check out last week's podcast to hear all about that one. So before we get into the news section, we have a bit of Q&A. Just one question this week. This one's from Starsight. Was I supposed to interest? Oh, I'm interested in it now. <laughs> Would you guys ever do a fan meeting, and when? I feel like we got That's it a now. Good question. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. Well, yeah. we definitely, we've got that coming. And then, uh, ooh, I'm scared. I feel like I might be letting the cat out of the bag. I'll just, I'll, I won't say anything unless Rip says some more. Just, but just, there is just some ideas. <laughs> there is some ideas for the future of you know fans being around and stuff stuff to do with the podcast. So there's there's more details to come. Very exciting stuff. Yes, absolutely. Um, we are we were so we're not supposed to technically say in what game we're recording this, um, but we're recording in a very obvious game that probably comes to everyone's minds when they think of social VR. And uh, we chose this because it's very modular and we can sort of try and get an audience in this thing at some point. So we sort of have been prepared for this, at least in theory, <laughs> since the beginning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're absolutely looking to, like, have people here, like, right here in this record. That, well, you won't be able to hear them. They're just going to be able to watch us silently or something. Um, <laughs> but, but you, we want, we would love it for you guys to be able to uh, be here and, um, well, actually you might be able to talk and talk to each other. We just won't, we will have you muted. So we won't hear you. Um, but it, who knows the details might change. 
times. But yes, it's in the works. And at the very least, uh, if you're talking just meetups like playing games with the audience, we would absolutely love to do that. And we'll we'll try to get some stuff set up. Love it. Love everything yes. about it. Yeah, for sure. All right. So our new section. But first, this new section. <laughs> I, I just don't have it today. <laughs> 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 but first this news segment is brought to you by no one we have no sponsors but if you would like to be a sponsor for this podcast please reach out to me at rip mcafee at fulldivepodcast.com if you do not know how to spell that that's uh r-i-p m-c-a-f-w-e and if that's still too hard for you it's in the show notes all right first news piece take us away jay exciting crazy news this week a brand new Star Wars game is coming this October. Full VR support across the whole game. They said it's going to be on PC, PSVR, and standalone, which we all know basically means the Quest and the mm-hmm. Quest only. Maybe the Pico <laughs> right. VR2 yeah. is going to get it. I don't know. Probably That'd be the Quest. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. Take full control of Starfighters, such as the X-Wing and TIE Fighter. Feel the adrenaline of strategic first-person 5v5 multiplayer dogfights alongside your squadron. You go into a faithful campaign. It's set near the conclusion of the Galactic Civil War. The nerds will have to tell me what that even means. I don't even know. Learn what it means to be a pilot in a thrilling Star Wars single-player story. The New Republic fights for freedom. The Empire demands order. You get to join the galaxy's finest October 2nd, 2020. Not only is this VR, this is PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Origin PC, Steam, Epic, everything and everything. So that means tons of players Crossplay with VR, huge player base. We're super excited. By the time this podcast comes out, the gameplay world premiere will have come out on June 18th. So check that out too if you want to see some more footage. Who else is crazy excited about this? I'm so freaking hyped. Like, oh my God. Five <laughs> <laughs> uh, V5. That's oh, a man. lot. Oh man. Yeah. Fully have you guys in seen... VR. Fully. No, no, no. Completely. It's 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 not just VR, right? It's it's, it's it's fully in VR, is what he's saying. No, I'm yes. saying everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Whole yeah, game, like fully full crossplay, crossplay, cross-platform. Yeah. It's yeah, it's this is yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, and Hotaz <laughs> support on PC. Hotaz is supported. Yeah, oh. I just saw that the other day. It better Did be on PSVR too. I hope so. Mine is collecting mm-hmm. dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. I mean, wow. What happened to EA? Is this e- are you okay, EA? Like, is this <laughs> where's the microtransactions? Did, that was that was what everyone's been worried about already. Everyone's mentioning that. They're like, hey, Star Wars. And it was like EA. And they're like, oh crap. <laughs> right? Yeah. This this is too good to be true. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not wrong. Like I mean, you know, we've had some really great stuff out of EA. We had the whole Titanfall series and we had um I guess Apex Legends, but some people have some things to say about it. But whatever, you know what? It, it really is pretty great. Um, and uh, they've, for those that aren't familiar, Battlefront 2 released to a ton of controversy. And if for anyone that's been paying attention to that game, it, they've done like a complete one night. I'm sorry, this isn't very VR related, but it's it's related to this. <laughs> um, uh, Battlefront 2 really did a big turnaround and DICE and... Uh, EA have been working really hard to change that opinion that people have of them. Um, and they're releasing a ton of their games on Steam. We're seeing a lot of these really great games. We've been seeing a lot of VR support, which is kind of 
like why 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 dis like of all the companies that i was expecting to be like yeah we're gonna start going into that vr market it it wasn't ea and disney mm-hmm. like i thought mm-hmm. it would be i don't know what i thought it'd be <laughs> not ea <laughs> or disney well and on the vr side of things here i we're all super excited about this but on the other hand it's like it's about time I mean, when VR first started becoming a thing, everybody was like Star Wars and lightsabers. And like, there's been so many fan created games out there Mm -hmm. that you can play because no big publishers have been getting in and doing anything with Star Wars. So finally, we're starting to see more exciting things about this. Obviously, Vader and Mortal, that same company is making another one. Now, EA is this. I mean, we've been waiting years for this, those of us who have been in VR. So it's I'm excited, but it's also it's about time. We need we need some more. Hey, yeah. This is super exciting. Ugh, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. <laughs> this is like same amount of similar amount of hype to when Elite Dangerous dropped that new update. Though a quick little update on that update uh, for those that listen to that podcast, uh, the the new Elite Dangerous update will not have VR support. So it's a double edged sword. <laughs> um, oh no! Yeah. Anything else to add, guys? Uh oh! Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> that's how sad the news was i fell out of my chair <laughs> he's like i'm so pumped <laughs> he just just had to had to express can't himself. contain himself yeah <laughs> all right moving on next news piece please yeah so this week trover saves the universe comes to quest on june 18th For those who don't know, this game is brought to you by the co-creator of Rick and Morty. It has been described as a bizarre comedy adventure. Um, So basically for fans or for people who are fans of the show and like that type of comedy and style, you're going to love this game. Like it's literally watching the trailer. I just thought it was straight up Rick and Morty. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like it's kind of has that like vulgar comedy like edge. But mm-hmm. uh, it looks like it'll be really fun. It's very different than a lot of the other games out there, you know, right now. I think it'll right. do well. Well, and the main character's voice is Morty's voice. I mean, he didn't even try to make it sound different. It is, <laughs> it's straight up Morty's voice. So you're really yeah. going to feel that, that whole vibe from it. Who I oh, actually haven't sure. played it. I'm sure some of you have. Mm-mm. No. No? Played trover no. yeah someone here has to have played trover right is it so it's been out already what was oh, it it's what been, systems was this it is just coming out to quest now yes, this week it's but it's been quest. it's been on pc and psvr for a minute now really mm-hmm. yeah i okay man i feel ashamed okay none of us have played <laughs> it come out. No, i've been meaning on. to but i haven't i haven't had the chance yet same initial initial release date may 31st how have i not heard of this that was like last like, year though, May, right? That oh, was like, I, I take it back. I remember yeah, seeing this, I think, I think even on the Oculus store. Yeah, this has been out a while, uh, but mm-hmm. now Quest finally gets it, which is exciting. I played Accounting Plus and Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality, both same same publishers, same comedy style to a degree. Uh, I've been wanting to get in play Trover. I just haven't yet either, so I feel guilty, but it's really exciting. It's on Quest. Who knows? Maybe I'll play it on Quest now because I have a Quest and I yep. love being wireless, so maybe this will be the way to finally do it. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. I'm trying to look it up on Oculus to see what its reviews are, but it's... Oh, here we go. Oculus is behaving really weirdly. It, it's really positive review. How have I not really this has been totally under the radar for me someone's got homework for next week now 
Someone does. And it's oh thirty thirty dollars. It's not cheap. <laughs> not, not cheap. Not I don't cheap. know if it's been on sale yet either. That's that's a good question. Free DLC, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot. I think I'll try this out though, at the very least. Interesting. Intriguing. IGN reviewed it with an eight point seven. Okay. I wonder if it's gonna be crossplayer. Well, is it multiplayer? I didn't no, see that part. It's uh, it's like an adventure game, uh, single user. Yeah, it says. Uh, it's, okay. an, it's like an adventure game, uh, and I think part. that for those people who really like Rick and Morty, like I do, but didn't really like Accounting Plus, this also leans more towards the Rick and Morty side of the humor rather than like only leaning on the interdimensional cable side of the show. So I think this is mm-hmm. for the Rick and Morty fans, from what I've oh, seen, yeah. and I'm excited to try it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. This looks fun. Have you played this, Will? No, I haven't had the no? chance to. Have you looks seen? Great. Have you seen it before, though? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. So Will, it's just me. <laughs> I put I put my name out there to bring you on the podcast, Will, and this is how you repay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can't believe it. You were supposed to be I the one who played any everything. games we hadn't. Almost everything. That's it. You're unfriended. <laughs> almost. <laughs> I seem to just get the bad stuff. <laughs> that's the, that now we figured out now we figured out how he gets all the free game codes they only give him uh, yeah. crappy games yeah. right? Right. okay i get it all right moving on next news piece so i'll be saying this one htc announces this is what i get for not reading this one ahead of time <laughs> it's been guys it's been a super busy week for me i just finished up finals week i just graduated and it was my birthday yesterday yeah. i have had no time no free time thank you um no free time at all do you i'm behind on youtube videos i'm behind on everything okay moving on HEC announces vive xr suite a bundle of vr apps for remote productivity what in the world does that mean good question i don't know either let's find out HTC today announced the Vive XR Suite, a bundle. A, bleh, a what is wrong with me today? <laughs> a, a, a bundle of five. <laughs> you want me? Want me to take over? Rip, you doing okay? No. <laughs> I got this. I got this. A bundle of five enterprise-focused VR applications. The company has tapped the likes of VR Chat, Museum of Other Realities, never heard of that, and Engage mm-hmm. to offer businesses businesses a range of VR services to choose from. HTC is trying to seize the moment, as much of the world remains on lockdown, to make VR based at remote education, meetings, and socializing the new norm. The community is bundling a handful of collaborative and social VR applications together under the Vive XR Suite brand which it hopes will make it easy for businesses to get up and running with remote work and collaboration. But are they giving away free headsets? Because that's that's really how you're going to get them, right. HTC. <laughs> and you do not have very cheap headsets to give away freely. No. Hmm. I, I feel like any talks of Vive should be like separate from HTC at this point, because I feel like Vive is almost like the last thing even holding them together. Right. And I, I laughed so hard at the part where they said they're seizing the moment. So it's like, I don't think HTC has seized the moment since like, I don't know, 2012. <laughs> right. Like, for yeah. a minute there, they were on top of the mobile game and then they just fell off hard. So I, I hope this is something for them, but I'm I'm worried they're going to fall into obscurity, even as one of the original big headset makers. I feel like yeah. they're already kind of falling off. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're, you know, the the headsets to buy right now. I mean, a lot of people are still buying Vive, but. By and large, people are buying Oculus and they're buying uh, the Valve Index. 
Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Is this first off, HTC? If this is Vive exclusive, don't make it Vive exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. If you are, this is going to be a total flop. Um, yeah, I don't understand. Like, so it, are they trying to make like a package deal, basically, where it's like all of this will be available together? It what sounds I like that they're they're putting together a bunch of things so that like your business can buy this and everyone can now from home use all these different tools. It's going to help your business. Like it's kind of right. a smart idea for the situation we're in as a world. But it, do any businesses have enough VR headsets to actually pull this off? I mean, maybe VR companies, but that's a pretty small well to be drawing from. So right, yeah, right, and especially PC ran ones. Like I don't know. I can see where they're going with it. I mean, and. You know, it's overall good idea, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely I could see. Okay, if I'm a business, I could see the benefit of having like, like a like a Microsoft Office Suite style of just like you bought the whole company bought a bunch of I don't know. Let's say quests. If they don't have quest support for this, they're they've totally lost their minds because that's oh, yeah. that would be the best option for businesses is like only spend four hundred dollars. And you you can buy everyone a headset, and they just keep it on their desk. Um, so let's say everyone gets a quest. You purchase this suite. You boot up the suite, the Vive XR suite. You boot it up, and you have most of what you need readily available. You like can hop into meetings fairly seamlessly. You can open chats. Uh, what else do they say here? Museum of I don't. I yeah, don't what know is what that? that? Yeah, <laughs> go tour the museum on your know? break. You know, you got a break. You go I to the guess. museum. You learn some stuff. It sounds There's kind no of way. interesting. I kind of want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, and engage. I don't know what engage is either. Mm -mm. I've um, heard of that VR chat thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds very familiar. Um, so I mean, I can get that. I I and I can get behind that. But it's got to be real seamless, and it's got to be available on more than just the Vive. Because imagine trying to set up. Because Vives need Vives aren't inside out, right? None of them are inside out, right? Yeah, no, am I no. wrong on that? Uh, well, the the Elite mm -hmm. Cosmos and stuff they are starting to get that, but it's definitely not what people have in their homes readily right. available. So that means every single person's cubicle needs lighthouses the like the, the tracking <laughs> cameras imagine yeah. the nightmare uh. <laughs> like there's <laughs> just no way <laughs> that people want to do that five i mean if if you want to focus on the software by all means but if you're trying to make this like really just a a, a part of the vive and heaven forbid exclusive to the uh vive headsets you're you're making a mistake. Cool idea, but you're making a mistake. Yeah. Thank you for listening to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think since we're all done talking about that, let's talk about something a little more exciting. Yes, uh, please. Hopefully most of you out there, if you're into gaming at all, you watch the PS5 reveal event. And since we're here to talk about VR, we're going to talk about PlayStation 5, PlayStation, whoa, PlayStation 5, will support Jeez. PSVR. Uh, so it's not just me. 
<laughs> you're 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 con- you're contacting me and you're giving me this whatever this is you have <laughs> and messing me up now too. So it was more than a year ago before PlayStation Five was formally announced. Sony confirmed its next gen console was going to continue to support PlayStation VR. Luckily, those plans haven't changed. Following the full reveal of the PS5 system last week, the company affirms that it's going to support PSVR. We still aren't expecting to see a PSVR 2 official announcement until after console launch, but Sony didn't indicate that any of the games announced during last week's PS5 reveal will support VR. Now, for those of you who watched it, and if you're an avid PSVR fan, you might have caught there was a tiny little Easter egg in the presentation and that was just before astro's playroom astrobot great psvr game just before that there was a little blurb that came up on the screen and said see health and safety warnings and that is like exclusive to psvr that's something that comes up before every psvr game so that has fueled oh. a lot of belief that mm-hmm. that game at least is going to be able to be played on psvr it might be also a flat game but it at least seemed like they put that in there, hopefully for us. I don't know. Maybe that just accidentally got in there. But it seemed like it was alluding to the fact that this game would have PSVR support. So I, the, what's the game's name again for, for the audience? Astrobot Rescue Mission <laughs> was the first game on PSVR. It's an amazing platformer. This mm. new one is Astro's Playroom, now featuring same character, somewhat the same gameplay style, but it looks like more freedom and more. So was the hoping... previous game did the previous game have VR support? Oh, it was only VR. The previous okay. game, Astrobot Rescue Mission, best VR platformer in existence. I don't care what anyone else says. I'm looking at you, Rick. better than Moss. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. loads better. Yeah, I'll have to and try I it. love Moss. I love Moss, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is saying a lot. I thought Moss was sort of like the the understood. Um, to people yeah, who don't know anything exists besides PC VR, Rip. <laughs> They think Moss is the best, but Astrobot blows Moss out of the water. Just saying. Nothing exists but PC. I still don't know what you're talking about. What is this mythical PlayStation VR? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sitting over uh, there next time. Oh, that's right. I remembered the peasants talking about it last week. <laughs> Will, help me out here. This is why I brought you in, Will. Tell, no, tell them. No, tell them no, bye-bye. Get back oh, in your like, chair, I'm, Will. I'm not sitting with you. <laughs> <laughs> Will has seen that he is not you. welcome. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I kid. I don't know. What to say. I kid. <laughs> I kid. A little bit. Next, next news, news piece. Uh, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> is it mine? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I this totally got, got lost. Sprung on you right at the end. Here you go. You <laughs> okay, so Half Life Alex update will bring new weapon and content for workshop modding. So with this version of 1.4.1, it will add tweaks to the workshop modding tools, allowing modders to bring new weapons to the game. It will also include improvements to the tools, including audio animation and new documentation. There we go. <laughs> Nice. Um, so I what think that that's going to be my game for this week. I uh, I know I've talked about it, but I'm just going to go ahead and commit. Like Half Life finally is yeah, it's going to happen this week. <laughs> yes. Well, there's many people like you. you think of that. 
Yeah, there's many people like you who own a Quest and who either haven't had the link, got the link, and are still kind of afraid to try it. So, like, there's a lot of people who have Quest that have really wanted to try Half-Life Alex and haven't gotten to yet. Where those of us who had PC, it was like day one we got it. And right. We were all oh, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to be excited to hear what you think. And then I don't know if you're much of a modder. I haven't played with any of this. I haven't played with the mods, the workshop, any of that yet. I'm still, I still need to finish the game, which I think I'm close. Mm-hmm. But what about you? Have you played with any of that yet, Rip? I mod very few games because, um, I don't know. I, I usually, I like to see the original developer's vision for a game. So unless I truly think it, like, is missing something by not having mods, I tend not to mod games. Um, I think, like, the only exceptions are, like, Blade and Sorcery and Skyrim. I think and those are the Saber. only games I've... And Beat Saber. Yeah, and, and Beat Saber <laughs> right, and Beat Saber, you know. That, like, Beat Saber is a good example where without mods... You can't have community-made maps. It seems like a no-brain feature. Um, so, like, those sorts of things, sure, I'll download. I haven't really seen any mods for Half-Life Alex that have gotten me too excited. Um, I don't know. Like, there was, I saw some posts on some of the subreddits when this was announced. Um, as I talked about, uh, a lot of the people who'd made mods for guns were saying that you could mod it, but the moment you reloaded your gun it removed whatever you like mod uh. that was affecting it something about that um so it's you know i i think i'm happy to see this change um hopefully we'll see some cool new mods i haven't seen anything that's blown my mind though um also half-life alex to me isn't really the kind of game that i would uh, i might replay it once it's like been a i don't know a couple years or something when i'm like all right you know let's jump back in but having played it relatively recently it, i don't know it'd be like rereading a book like it's a very linear game i would know exactly what to do and what to expect i did it so recently they would kind of remove the the it would have to be some pretty significant mods that like base practically create a new game for me to want to really be excited about this sorry modders so are you well, saying like the game. there's not a lot of replayability Second, so are you saying like there's not a lot of replayability? Not, I mean, you know, some guys will be like, "That's crazy! This game's so good. How can you not want to replay this over and over?" But just that's that's I don't know. It's not the kind of gamer I am. If I've played mm-hmm. a single player game, I tend not to replay it unless I literally can't think of a single single player game that I've replayed. Um, I just you know I played it and then it's had its time and now I've got other stuff to play. There's always new stuff to play. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I usually yeah. prefer, like, multiplayer games. Yeah. Or, like, online so, player. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's Half-Life Alex is a great game, and I think everyone should absolutely buy it, regardless of its replayability factor. I think that's just, it's not the point. It's not the point of Half-Life Alex. In my... That's true. What about you, Will? You've played it? Uh, Yeah, I've played it, and... I mean, I wouldn't replay it either. I'd agree with you, but I think that's what makes makes the workshop so good. Is you know, you can you basically have an infinite amount of content once you you know a few years in, even if it's just small right. little levels. Being able to test out all the physics with user created content, or I saw like an endless horde mode. You know, not having to worry about yeah. ammo conservation, just being be able cool. to let loose. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to wait a few months and then install everything I can. So I'll just yeah. have hours upon hours <laughs> of stuff to do. So, yeah. Yeah, I get that. 
It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. It will and hopefully be. we get support. Uh, hopefully it works fairly well with uh, the Oculus Quest using a link for PC. Yeah, I'll let you all know. <laughs> all right. We'll have to see. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what you think of Half-Life Alex, though. For sure. Have you you've played Half-Life Alex, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm most of the way through it. I've been trying to record it all as I go, and it's a beast to edit them because they end up being these long episodes. Oh but yeah. It's the only the only thing I wonder, like once you beat the game, the only reason I would probably go back and play it again, kind of like Resident Evil 4, if you can go back with like all your guns that you had and like keep your ammo too, like go back and just run through and just kill everything. I think that would be <laughs> kind of fun one time. But after that, I definitely would not see replaying it again and again. But if you can keep your good guns and have those even in the beginning, that might be kind of fun for us for a fast playthrough mm-hmm. yeah all right i think with that we are going to end the news section and move on to the gaming section do we have any q a for this one no no we were, we're pretty much i guess we're just done with q a so we've got a number of games that we've been playing um it says pavlov all hosts did everyone get to play pavlov I guess because Adam's not here. He already played right. Pavlov. You've obviously already played Pavlov. Anyone who's Have listening knows that those two played. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. So it's just Jay and us who finally... I'd played Pavlov before, but not... I, I never owned it. So this was my first time owning and playing it, like giving it some proper attention. Um, it'd also been forever since I'd last played it. Jay, this was like your true first time, right? This was my first time experience. And not only that, but I'm still, as most of you know, very new to the the like intense military sim type first person shooter VR games. Because on PSVR, we didn't have many. And on PC, I had only just finally tried War Dust and Contractors. Now, Pavlov, I, I got to say, so as someone who has been, I've spent most of my life in Oregon and I have friends here who have lots of guns. I've gotten to shoot a lot of guns in real life. And Pavlov kind of frustrated me personally because I've my friends, I've gotten to shoot an M4, an M16, and a Kalashnikov, which is basically like an AK. And what people don't realize, and I think, I don't know if the developers have shot these guns, these guns are meant to be precision rifles that are held, fired precisely, and don't have much recoil because you're, you're needing to be able to continually fire more shots if you're in a combat situation. I felt like I was shooting a 12-gauge shotgun with every gun I was <laughs> shooting in Pavlov. Like, I, I was holding the front of it, I'd shoot, 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 and in three shots, I was at 45 degrees above my target. That Absolutely. Was, that was just the weirdest thing to me, especially after I just played a bunch of contractors, which doesn't tend to do that. It made it a bit more of a frustrating experience than I expected because every video I've seen, it's just so fun. And I was in there just struggling my way through. I finally started shooting from the hip and I actually was getting way more kills shooting from the hip than trying to use the sights in that game. So that threw me all off. Right. I, I was in a very, very, I think you'll, this makes me kind of really want you to try Onward now because I think Onward <laughs> is the best job. Oh, yeah, you it, haven't. Um, I haven't. Yeah. Um, I think Onward does the best job of giving a more, quote, realistic expression of what recoil is like. You know, it's jumpy. I mean, you can't like shoot anything at a really far range with recoil, sure, but you can certainly hit targets close. Whereas in Pavlov, like, you, like it is frustrating. That if I'm going fully automatic, it only takes one or two full seconds before my left hand, which is like what was gripping the front of the gun, has been 
pulling down on recoil so much that I have it like down at my knee. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the time I'm done emptying a mag. No, that's not okay. That's not how guns work. <laughs> and it's frustrating. It, it the, the the and people take like a while. There's it's supposed to be one shot headshot, but most people buy armor, so it ends up being two shot headshot, which was frustrating already. People took a lot of shots to the body. To me, the entire f- experience felt like I was shooting ridiculous rubber guns at rubber people. That's that's that was how I felt playing it. It was weird. I didn't like it. I didn't like it as much I, as I thought I would, especially having similarly seen gameplay. It was like, okay, I'm expecting Counter-Strike in VR, but it I prefer Counter-Strike. <laughs> Usually I prefer VR versions of yeah. games. So this was... Like I, I'm sorry, Destiny, but I, I wasn't crazy about it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, that's that's tough to hear. I'm just playing, but but no. She spent me, the entire time running around with a knife, so she doesn't get to say much. You know what? <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to come up. That was totally worth it, by the way. Well, actually, not really, because I didn't get to stab anybody. It's going to happen one day. I've yet to, okay. to use the knife, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. for me, that was actually. It was the first as far as playing it with a link, like playing it through Steam. And um, and I was pretty happy with it. Like, I was impressed. Like, it wasn't glitchy. It ran really smooth. Everything was really nice. Um, there was a few differences as far as, like, the workshop. I haven't really got to experiment with that too much and, like, at all the other custom maps. My biggest issue I noticed while playing with the link is the mic. I still have yet to figure that out. And I don't really know a lot of people that played Pavlov through the link. So if anybody knows, I know when it first got released um, or when the link first came out and you could play Pavlov that way, the mic was disabled. And I don't know if it was like temporary for like an update they were doing or if it's, you know, if that's still why it's not working. But if anybody knows why the mic would not be working, but it works on all the other Steam games I play, like, let us know in the comments or something. But other than that, like, I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get that to work, I'd probably be down to spend some time troubleshooting with you. I was admittedly a little focused on just trying to figure out how to shoot the darn guns. So I <laughs> right? wasn't well, spending I too even... much time. It, well, because like in the quest, you don't have to do anything at all without using the link. Like it just works. Right. And then um, so with the link, I assumed it would do the same thing. And I actually even reached out to the people within the Pavlov Discord. And I still didn't really get a lot of helpful feedback. So, yeah. So um, I, don't, I don't really know. Like I said, other than that, though, I definitely recommend getting it for or through the steam as well it was worth it mm-hmm. just for the extra content that you can play yeah a lot of modding uh, yeah. bigger player base mm-hmm. yeah I, I would definitely if if you like pavlov for some oh. reason <laughs> then then yeah uh yeah uh, definitely for those that are like i'm stuck on my quest is it worth actually you know what let me get let me put the set question to you so if you for all those uh, uh, quest users that are like, I kind of want to like play the bigger, better version of Pavlov. Is the upgrade to a link worth, say, purchasing a link cable, or even more, is it worth like investing into a gaming computer to like 
how much better is it? Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, especially for people who already have a gaming computer, then absolutely, even if it's not just for Pavlov, even if it's for any of the Steam games, that should be one of the first things that you get. Like, I wish I would have been able to have the link when I first got my headset, but obviously, you know, it's a newer release. But um, yeah, they definitely should get the link. And if you don't have a gaming PC, I that's a good one. I don't really know if it's worth investing as far as the games that you could be able to play because i see especially actually this past week with all these um other new games that are coming to the quest there for a while it was kind of stagnant but now there's a lot of new games coming so Mm -hmm. i almost would say unless you just absolutely want one and you have the money to spend to go out and get one get it if not then I don't think so. I think you're fine with your quest alone, and I would just kind of hold tight and see all the new content that's coming out this year. Right after you, after Rip after Rip said that super condescending sentence about if you like Pavlov, <laughs> I just have to say I feel a little guilty. I feel like I trashed it pretty hard. If I think I went into it with the wrong mindset, so let's let's hear from Will and Destiny, who hopefully think better of the game. Was I just expecting it to be too real? Was I thinking this was going to be a different experience, and that's what ruined the game for me? Would it have been fun if I went in with no expectations? I think so. Like I honestly, I think it's a hilarious game. Maybe it's because I've seen so many funny videos come from that game that it is hard for me to take it like hardcore serious like I do go in there just to have fun like I'm definitely not gonna say that I am a really good Pavlov player like I'm a pretty decent CSGO player Pavlov I can try but it's definitely more for just you know to have fun to goof around what about you Will? uh i honestly haven't played pavlov in like two years so i was just listening this whole time but (laughs) i remember when i did i just kind of went in there to goof off like i wasn't expecting like a an onward or firewall i just wanted to run around and shoot people respawn instantly yeah it's fun just mess around so yeah well and it's have you played contractors sorry oh you're fine (laughs) oh i have contractors but i just haven't put the time into it yet Oh, we'll have to try it. What were you going to say, Destiny? I think compared to the other games like Onward, I don't really know if um, with all the maps that it offers or all the game modes, but I know with like Pavlov, especially the Triple T game mode, it's almost like it just kind of sets itself up to be more fun and goofy. Because like in that game mode, the first time I played it, Everybody wanted to line up and play Simon Says and uh, <laughs> like with a revolver and everything. And they'll do like Russian roulette. Like it's it's just so different. And I think that's one of the things that kind of caught me off guard when I did finally get to try Onward with y'all is that it was a fun game, but it's so much more serious. Like it's it is very, very different. I thought they were going to be a lot more similar, but but I did. I love Onward. So it's it's a good game, too maybe you should uh uh play some more of it 
I will. Yeah, that's something that we're definitely going to have to jump back into. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you guys are saying, though, we, OK, I think we went into the wrong game mode was really the problem. We went into like deathmatch. We had like these serious other players. So maybe maybe next time I'll give another chance. But I think maybe next time we go yeah. into one of these other more lighthearted modes and try that first, because I went in ready for like a sim shooter serious game. And I felt like the controls weren't that. And yet the other people were that. And I was just getting killed. And I was even though I was shooting and nothing was happening. So I, I see why I have such a bad taste in my mouth, but I'm, I'm ready to correct it and give it one more shot. So yeah, we definitely should. And I mean, at the same time, like I will say there are very serious players who have tons of hours that they've put into the game. And there is a league, a competitive league for Pavlov. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's for some people it is fun, I would say. But yeah, for others, and, and it has been around for a while, especially for the quest, I want to say, I could be wrong, but I want to say it's one of the uh, first FPS, like true FPS games to come out for it. So, I mean, I mm -hmm. definitely got to give it credit there. All right. Okay. Well, you should still play more Onward. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, uh, and maybe uh, Jay and I will have to give Pavlov a bit of a try. Tr Trouble in Terrace Town and some of those um, more lighthearted sort of fun goof around modes. You know, the other games don't have a lot of that. Contractors are starting to get that. But um, I think that might be the, the the fun to be had that I haven't had yet in Pavlov. Yes. We'll have to try that too. <laughs> All right, fellas. I want to tell you about this wonderful game I discovered that I... Well, okay, that's not true. I played it before, but not in VR. That is No Man's Sky. Has, have you guys played No Man's Sky in mm. VR specifically? Yes. Yes, from Jay. No, well, I watched a trailer for it. Yes, I played a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this was my first time. I liked it with an asterisk. <laughs> um, it's uh okay. So for those that aren't familiar, for some reason you haven't heard of No Man's Sky, despite all the controversy. No Man's Sky is a crazy ambitious game where these people created a very small team of people created a game where you are a guy in space and you can explore a world with gazillions and gazillions of planets all the planets are real planet-sized planets and they're all procedurally generated actually is that true well they're procedurally generated initially that's like how they were created but everyone has the same exact procedurally generated world so it's it's like you, everyone can visit the same planets and make the same discoveries. And over time, it, it launched without a lot of the features that we were told it would have. So it had a lot of backlash when it came out. But Hello Games, the maker of No Man's Sky, really put a ton of effort into making this game what they said it would be. We've got multiplayer. We've got base building. We've got all sorts of new land vehicles. We have mechs now. We have carriers. The amount of work that they put into this game to make it more than just walking around on a planet trying to, I don't know, burn enough plants to keep your ship running. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the original gameplay loop. Um, they've come a long way from that. And in terms of that, I was super, super happy. So I played this game when it came out, and then I played it when I think the No Man's Sky Next update came out. I played it, I played it right after Carriers came out. Um, which was a big update, but it, it, it's now a little bit dated in terms of the amount of updates they've had. 
so for all those people that are they purchased no man's sky forever ago and they haven't picked it up it's collecting dust it's maybe even in a trash bin somewhere i'd recommend trying it again the amount of content there now oh my goodness like they i mean i i hear a lot of people still get burned out once they get to the end of all the new content but for a new player you easily get your money's worth now it's got a lot to do it's super fun it looks very pretty vr was a little so so though um the controls were kind of weird i am a pretty heavy vr user in this game i did get motion sickness but i got a ton of eye strain and i think it has to do with the anti-aliasing in the game or the lack thereof um and it i don't know it was like really hard to look at stuff and it wasn't just me uh uh our um I, I never know like what to call him in terms of relation to the podcast our co-producer or i don't know excuse me some guy <laughs> some some guy that helps us with stuff don't worry about him yeah d- yeah don't worry about him uh <laughs> he he, <laughs> he uh he was playing with me and we both have the same like it wasn't just me but the, we we both have this issue with the with no man's sky of getting headaches when we play it so you know this is a vr podcast so that's what matters for me here it's playable and i intend to jump back in in vr because it's still a lot of fun and it's super cool to see all these crazy things in vr it could still use some work though there's some weird control decisions you can't choose if your movement is head based as opposed to controller based um fortunately you could at least switch away from teleporting i was worried that they didn't have that for a second um but there's a lot of like the controls are a little weird maybe they've just done the best they can with controls because it's there's a lot to do in that game and you're doing a lot of different activities so i understand the challenge but i feel like there are some small quality life quality of life improvements they could have made especially when it concerns some of the like button mapping i would like to remap my buttons please and thank you um i suppose i could have done that in steam but that's yeah. I don't want to have to do that. Controller bindings now. If it's going to be in game, it should be in game. Controller bindings yeah. are too much of a pain in the butt to deal with. Exactly, yeah. especially on Steam. Um, I think yeah. the, the only logical explanation here is that it's just better on PSVR. You know? ah, there it is. <laughs> no issues on PSVR. Literally perfect. <laughs> literally perfect. <laughs> it's, 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 definitely not, it's definitely not going to be as impressive visually, but Everything on mm. there worked really well for me. Uh, well, maybe that's why my eye strain was so bad because it was built for PSVR, and I just can't stand that kind of oh, thing. Oh no, no! no. <laughs> <laughs> I've I been so also... used to my wonderful land of PC VR that I, having to gaze upon the world of PlayStation VR again just gave me a headache. To be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love all you guys. All you love all your PlayStation VR users. Just, I, we're joking here. We're joking here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So what? If, so what did you? So you guys didn't just play it this week, but what did you guys think of PlayStation? Not PlayStation. Uh, 
shoot, No Man's Sky VR. So I started playing it on PlayStation VR first because I wanted to wanted to see the experience without going straight to PC. And even on PlayStation VR, it blew me away. The minute you finally get your ship up and running, you get in the ship and you blast off into space. Yes, the motion controls, no matter what platform, are a little weird trying to fly your ship. I will give it that. But hitting into space and seeing the stars, everything, it was like I was like laughing because I thought I was going to cry. It was really cool. <laughs> you step it up to PC and it's just that much more crisp, that much more clear, and it's really enveloping. It just feels like you're on these alien worlds. It's really good. The gameplay mechanics, I mean, it takes you through this long tutorial and you, like, you have to build a base, you have to do these other things, and that that can feel a little like it's dragging on, I felt like, but it's so worth it. Every time you blast off into space, every time you hang out with your friends and you're goofing around, oh, it is so just, good. it is so good. Multiplayer is a little funny, though. Like, it took us, like, a while to get multiplayer working because it's finicky as hell. PSVR didn't do that at all. What did you think, Will? No, that that definitely happened for me. I remember there were times where we went like an hour and a half just trying to figure out what in the world was going on. We were oh just trying God. to join each other, and it's like, "Oh man, are you are you in?" He's like, "Oh, I see you." I'm <laughs> like, well, "What? What are you talking about? I'm right in front of you, dude." <laughs> yeah, we had the but, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So nothing's changed. <laughs> no, sadly. And I don't know how it is on PlayStation VR, but on uh, on computer. To add someone as a, fortunately, the Steam allowed you to do like join game, which was how we got it to work in the end. But you can add friends, but to do, but to add friends, you need to add their friend code. And for, for goodness sake, no one should ever try to emulate Nintendo when it comes to a social <laughs> network. Bad on you, Hello Games. <laughs> it's lazy and it's awful. <laughs> also, you can't access any options from the main menu. The they're on there i should have been able to hold a button to reset my center of vision because that was a little weird and funny um what, what was playstation always has that button i've gone on about auto like hot oh yeah America. that's right but they yeah. always have that button in every game and every headset should have that button that always just resets you well that was the thing is um resetting the view in either steam or oculus didn't affect it it didn't do anything it was you had to it was awkward as hell you had to pull up your menu Go to the controls or, or just go to settings. Then there's a button to recenter your view. But the thing is, it's not like it's not like a lot of other stuff where you you click that button and then you like get yourself situated and then you press, I don't know, trigger or something to have it settle. <laughs> the moment you press that recenter HUD or recenter view, it recenters it. And I didn't yeah, realize that like at first. Sitting and aiming off to yeah, the side. Yeah, exactly. And like, no one likes to look away from the center of view in a VR headset. They're not really built all that well for it. So this option on the menu that is off to the right, you have to, you have to like, kind of like sit straight up, right? You want to, you want to get like exactly the view you want looking straight ahead and then look out of the corner of your eye and try and point at it. <laughs> <laughs> Click reset. <laughs> Good. Did you did you ever play your game? Hello games. <laughs> it's pretty clear that a lot of the stuff transferred over from PlayStation VR. And no offense to PlayStation VR, but you guys lack joysticks. And gosh darn it, we've got joysticks now on play on PC. Take advantage of them. Why do I still have to use weird controls in your game, Hello Games? All right, we have perfectly good joysticks. Let's use those. I blame the Vive because they didn't have them either. Oh yeah, and Vive doesn't have it either. Speaking of, 
speaking of HEC messing up, that was in the news section for those that are watching on YouTube and are just now only re- only watching the game section. Watched our previous YouTube video about uh, the HTC Vive's suite to know what we're talking about. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Links in the description. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, we spent a while on that. Uh, you played Tower Tag Destiny? Yeah. I just yes. now noticed this. <laughs> yes. Yes, I finally did. Jake oh. convinced me that it was necessary. Tell, do tell. Okay, so you're going to think I'm crazy, but I actually kind of dug it. It was very different. It was very fun. But this is the thing. I 100. <laughs> no, I, yes, apparently. But I will say it is not the kind of game that I would play at home by myself it absolutely is like a huge like um like an arena type game like that's why i play an arcade sort of thing yes yeah like it would be so good for that like as far as the visuals the music the interaction everything it was so arcade like and um so if they want to gear it more towards like the uh, larger like area play games like that, then great. But I, so I will agree at home though, just by yourself, probably not the best game. Like I probably won't be playing it again. And, um, and in the game that I got in, there literally wasn't even anybody else. I couldn't even find another game. Like yeah. I had to be against a bot. So, oh, um, See at that even there's boss suck were there bots? Yeah, I played them while I was waiting for you to get in. They're <laughs> rude. Yeah, it was it was horrible. I just had the one single bot I was playing against. But um <laughs> but so I guess like when y'all were talking about it, I was expecting something even like visually a little bit worse, but it wasn't too bad. No, it's bad. not too bad visually. Yeah. I I, I hope we didn't roast them too much on that aspect uh, no, visually said, it was fine we said the visuals were nice but we said that it was just i mean it was kind of dull like the the graphics looked yeah. good but it wasn't very diverse environments it's mostly a dark arena well do you have any just have the, you seen anything about this game i am looking about? at the steam page right now okay. never heard of this well on last week's <laughs> podcast i ripped this game to pieces Live, oh, yeah, both, <laughs> mixed reality gave away a ton funny. of codes we got free codes to play it and it was just it's this it's this tower tag is what's called use one freaking controller you don't use two use one you only have two buttons that you're going to use your shooting trigger and your teleport button is basically what it is and you try and hide behind this little tower and shoot other people and take the towers and that's the entire depth of the game right <laughs> 20 dollars so, so now for destiny to come and say it was kind of fun or anything i i'm I don't know. Fun, fun you have for low standards for VR, game. I think. You <laughs> no, to... I could just, <laughs> I could see it, like, said from a different perspective. Like, at home, I, especially for that price, like, I would definitely not go out and purchase it. But for people who are new to VR, like, it was just such a very simple, easy game to get into that still kind of gives you that, you know, that 360 experience. Because I don't know mm-hmm. if maybe if they have different maps, but the one that I was in, there was, like, icebergs and, like, different, like, it had a, I don't know. The visuals were a little bit better. You were creating game like, sessions. I don't I'm know what she's on. on you. There was, there was like, like, no ice. arenas. I don't know. Maybe it got an it update like, after day one, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm looking at I tried like... everything I could find in that game, and it was all just dark, boring arenas. 
Really? See, yeah, that's where I was a little bit confused. I don't know. Um, Are you sure you played Tower Tag? Did you play a different oh, game? Oh, yeah. Was it only it one controller in the tag. game that you it played? It was actually Pop Lock. Yes. Okay, and no, I forgot I wanted to mention this. My favorite part, and this is definitely such like a girl thing to say, it was really cute, but on the gun, I don't know if y'all noticed, but it has like your name. I guess it's like your uh -huh. Steam ID. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So you have like this cool like little laser gun in your hand that like has your name on it. And so it's very like specialized. But yeah, that's just like a small little detail. <laughs> Why would that be only a girl thing? <laughs> you thought it was cool? You like that? It's like laser I am as a guy, I don't like any amount of personalization. That's just I don't know. I thought that was more of a girl because <laughs> like, if you want to easily impress people, put their put their names in the oh, game yes, somewhere. Yes. That's yeah, yeah, I, I love points that. for this. But I didn't notice that. The first thing I noticed it, like I saw it and I was like, oh, that is so cool. That is so cute. I probably would have like, thought that was neat. Okay, then yeah. then see, yeah, they should definitely include that more. People like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want my names on my arms, on my guns, my on my head. Yeah, exactly. Like you want people to know. Beat like, saver. Yes, I want. I want my name on my savers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, actually. I know, right? Good idea. They need to come up with that next mod. Good job, Will. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell, tell all those people that make all the beat saber mods. Give them, give them a little bit of feedback. <laughs> Yeah, on my name on my sabers <laughs> but like in that like elven rune language that like the hobbit uses or not not the hobbit lord of the rings <laughs> student code interesting interesting yeah i so for those that aren't really getting what she means by arcade this game originally came out um not for consumer use it was in vr arcades like real life arcades that had vr um, so people would be able to show up. They had larger play spaces. So you would be able, basically, when you're playing this game, you're on a tower and you're, you have this pole in the center and that's your only cover and you can move around this pole in, on like, in like a little area. And when you're at home, you can't move around this tower in any way except for with your own real life feet. So if you have a pole... Uh, Excuse me. If you have a small play space, this thing's like nearly impossible to play. Um, and so I th when you're at, at an arcade and this is like the first game you've played, it's got to like it's only got one controller. It's only got two controller inputs. And it makes a lot of sense in that scenario. And I think that's what she's saying. Yeah. That for yeah, those for that sure. were confused and need some catching up. <sighs> All right, Jay. Uh, so onto something totally outside of the realm of actual games. I tried something today. A developer sent me a code. They said, Hey, Mr. Brat, this is coming out tomorrow. Do you want to try this? It's called V rocker. So like VR and the word rocker, you slap them together. Uh, for those of you who actually follow my channel or are part of my community, you'll know if someone says what the J brat wiggle is, well knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Apparently when I am in rec room and I'm playing capture the flag and i get the flag and i'm really into it for some reason i don't know if it's to not get shot or something i do this weird thing as i'm running across the map where i like move side to side maybe that's why i get so many <laughs> flags because no one can shoot me because i'm doing this well imagine any vr game you want to play just doing that in real life will now move your character inside of the game for you so this is 
a plugin similar to like turn signal that we've talked about before. So like this plugs into VR games. And now if you want to have locomotion, instead of using your joystick or whatever you're using, you can use this side to side motion. You can actually run in place, whatever, whatever kind of movement you do basically programs it to move you in the game world instead. So it's like, the super poor version of a VR treadmill is what this thing is. Now, I feel like in my explaining of it, I'm making it sound a lot simpler and like it works a lot better than it does. It is coming out, but it's coming out in early access. It's, it's not there yet. I could see the value in it. If you're wanting to just subsidize your gameplay and like add some exercise to it, this I truly don't think no matter how well the developer does, I truly don't think this will ever fully replace locomotion in any game. But for a game Mm -hmm. like No Man's Sky, if like during those parts where you're running across the map to another part, you wanted to like, oh, okay, I'll use this mode real quick where I can actually get some physical activity and run. Great. Would you ever be able to play a game like Pavlov intensely and competitively with this? Absolutely not. That being said, they've done a lot of work. It does kind of work. The thing that bugged the crap out of me, though, was so how it works, if you want to activate it, you need to do something to activate it. So to activate this thing to start, you will either hold your right stick any direction. doesn't matter. You just hold your right stick, and suddenly it activates. And then now, if it senses your headset moving intensely, it'll start to move you forward. And when I say forward, I mean whichever way your left freaking hand is facing, not which way your head is facing. So it was so disorienting to try and figure this thing out. There's all these settings. It looks like a developer tool. It's not super user-friendly to anyone. Uh, So you're tweaking all these settings, and there'll be a video on my channel by the time this drops in the podcast. So if you're really curious about it, check it out, because in there I talked about it. I was giving the developer feedback. Like The problem is they, they had all these slides that told you how this works and how this works and how this works, and then like six slides in, it's like, okay, now try it. It's like, okay, I even told the developer this day, you should have one slide and then make me get to another part of the map using this to figure out how that thing worked that you just told me and then bring up another slide. Right. Because I did all this reading and I was so lost by the time I got there. The other problem too, at the end of it, lets you play this little mini game where you use this basically to run around and shoot these little stuffed animal creatures that are chasing you. And in practice and in playing and shooting things, it was way more fun than any part of this, this intro that I had almost quit during. So if you would kind of, if they would kind of include that, like, okay, go shoot this guy over here and then read the next slide. And it would have been a more fun experience to learn. And I would probably be a bit more sold on it, but it's definitely not, it's not going to replace locomotion, anything. It won't become the new platform. But if you're trying to get some exercise while playing these games like Skyrim or No Man's Sky, you're playing for hours on end. This could be a viable solution. The problem is it has to be mapped to somewhere on your controllers to activate it. And so you might lose something by setting it to a certain button. You might lose that button. So mm-hmm. that's, you guys have probably seen some other things that have kind of tried this. People trying to figure out locomotion. I've seen uh, games do similar yep. stuff. We talked about yeah. that a little last week, I think. Like Which never works. Yep. And I hate it. This. I would never <laughs> download a plugin so that I get the wonderful experience of having to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's say you were someone that's trying to get a little exercise in your gaming session. Maybe it could be worth it for those, those intense games, but it's yeah. Or if it doesn't make motion sick, although I will tell you, I was so disoriented. I don't ever get motion sick. And I came out of this feeling really weird because I was like, so disoriented from trying to figure this movement style out. Makes Makes me think of the 3d router. Huh? Well, Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't see anyone using this for more than a few minutes at a time. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. what is that name? Rocker? What? V Rocker. V Rocker. Rocker. When I first heard that, be careful YouTubing it. 
<laughs> when I first heard that, I thought it, you meant like, like you would have, for example, like you would you would set the center, and then you would like lean in a direction, and leaning in a direction would like make you move that way. That's what I thought you were saying at first. Oh man, no, yeah, that would that would be weird too. Let's just lean that would be weird go. too. That yeah, I was like trying to imagine I'm like I feel like I'd be constantly moving without meaning to. Well, that's the thing. As long as you're not touching whatever button is activates this, you won't move. But if you right. are, then you will. And I had to turn the sensitivity way up to get it to really feel right. But then the problem was if I still was holding that button or if I was still holding that stick and I moved to like swing a sword or something, it would then move my body. So you like had to consciously let go of this button that was activating this mode. Right. So it it definitely it needs to be worked on. And I don't know. I feel like they're kind of making something that no one's asking for, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I doubt it'll have a huge life. Mm-hmm. So good luck to them. Got to work out yeah, some kinks. True. It feels like, yeah, majorly. Um, that talking about uh really weird and awful experiences. Will, what have what have you been playing this week? I was about to say it only gets worse. Uh, oh, no. I recently played a PSVR game called Good Dog, Bad Dog. VR so... is a really fun, guys. For all of you that uh, are like, do I want to get into VR? Let me listen to this podcast. And everyone's like, man, these games suck. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was all I played. I didn't know what else to say. It's just a bad week, guys. It's just yeah, a bad week. It was not good. Uh so the goal of Good Dog Bad Dog is it just kind of puts you into the sandbox area where you get to choose your dog and then you're in the first person view. It's kind of cute. You can see like your your snout in front of you. I'm like, oh, okay, you play as the dog. But yeah, you're literally the dog. Oh. <laughs> Like, this could be fun in a stupid way. I love being stupid in VR. Um, And it's just, they set up this karma system. So the whole game is, like the title states, you can be a good dog or a bad dog. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, every 15 minutes, the timer resets. So you're trying to get as good or bad as you can within the time limit. And uh, I have no idea why they set it to a time limit. It's not like, you know, I'm going to be replaying every day like, oh, I'm going to beat my good dog score. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so, basically so ridiculous. <laughs> I tried to see how far I could push this thing. Like, who wants to be a good dog? I want to be the worst dog on planet Earth. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I went out on the streets. I ran off my leash. I bit some kids. I, <laughs> oh, no. I ran away from the pound, the dog catcher guy. I I ignored the owner. I peed on the carpet. I did literally everything <laughs> I could. And the owner's just like, oh, good doggy. Oh, come here. <laughs> I'm like, what? I did all that and nothing changed. So this whole karma system that the game set up, it affects nothing. It's just, just points. It's an endless cycle. You wake up one day, it. come get some food, drink some water. I'm like, okay, go play ball. You're playing ball like it's like a five minute game of ball. You're just going back and forth until you eventually get so bored that you just leave. Sounds and like, like someone with like a fetish for being a good dog. I think we're missing the big picture here is what's actually what's happening. The big picture? I think this game is explaining to us a euphemism of what the life of a dog is all like. You can wake up one day and you can be good all day and your owner's going to say, hey, you're a good dog. You can wake up the next day and be the worst dog ever. And what happens when I go to someone's house and their dog's peeing all over the place? What do I see them tell their dog? You're such a good dog. It doesn't matter how you act as a dog. This game is teaching us a lesson about how we treat our dogs. <laughs> if you want your dog to be a good dog, reward them. If you don't want to be bad dog don't still tell them they're a good boy 
I see, get see it. if I'm gonna look for like a deeper message, the deeper message I feel like I would see is like, do you realize how boring your dog's life is when they're trying to be good? <laughs> do, would you want to play dog fetch for five minutes? <laughs> Yeah. I respect that, but you're completely wrong. Well, go on. <laughs> uh, my, yeah, it's just nothing that you do changes anything. Uh, you bite some kids, they're like, ah, and then they return to their normal walking animation like two seconds later. <laughs> and then you go, the owner, you can't even mess with the owner's life because everything they do in their life consists of, you know, taking care of their dog. So they never go take a shower. They never never go to sleep. They are just helping you nonstop. Like, come play fetch. Go on a walk. <laughs> Their life revolves around the dog. And you can't bite your owner. Your your owner's immortal, by the way. Nothing you can do. Can, right. You know, I wanted to kill my owner. I was a bad dog. Walk him out into traffic. You know, yeah, no, nothing. Nothing. There wasn't any wow. cars. There wasn't even any cars. They were all parked. I couldn't do <laughs> anything parking. in it. Yeah. <laughs> It was no dogs, no cars to chase. There's like two songs in the game, so that just increases your madness because you're hearing the same loop. You're like, yeah, I don't want to be a dog. It's like, no, (laughs) yep. This is it's twenty five dollars too. Twenty five dollars. What? Twenty five. I talked to a guy and I was like, dude, you got to lower that price. It's got to be like five (laughs) dollars to even get on sales. He's like. Well, even if you lower the price, that's just, it's already appealing to a niche audience, you know, dog owners who want to see what their right. dog's life is like. I'm like, dude, you know how many people, I didn't say this to him, but I was like, you know how many people just want to mess around as a dog in a sandbox? It's not just dog owners. Like, I anyone feel like would you should have said that to him. Yeah. No, I didn't. He seemed to be, yep. He, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I'll just yeah. Split, I'll just stop there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, has the developer ever seen Untitled Goose Game or Goat Simulator? Or any of those? The fun animal games are the ones you mess around in. Yeah, come on now, this Especially is well established. Especially yeah. in VR. Especially in VR. Yeah, when when someone's in VR, the first thing they do when they come across a the person, they try to slap them in the face to see what happens. <laughs> people are people are a, a malevolent bunch in VR. <laughs> Facts. Isn't there a cat game where you play as like the stray cat? Yeah, it sounds ex- a lot like what you're talking about. There's a couple of cat that. games yeah, in there. Definitely, <laughs> they're they're all just fantastic. You should go play Cat oh, Lateral really? Damage Destiny. It is just it's a whole new experience. Look, it I'm going to send you a link cat. to the trailer to it after this for Cat Lateral Damage, just so you can see the glory that it is actually has you crawling. On okay, the floor. yeah, let me know what. It has you crawling on the floor like a cat. Yeah. I tried it. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, apparently, I got a thing for these cat games, but I was like, with the move controllers, you know, the, like the balls on top. Uh, every time I needed to hit something, I would always just hit the floor, push against it. I couldn't. The floor was too low for me to hit anything. Oh, this is so the cat game or the dog game? My controllers. The cat game. Oh, this is the cat game. Okay. This one actually has your hands in the game, and you're doing. Everything I couldn't play for more than five minutes. It was terrible. <laughs> you have never this one I meant by I play everything. I literally play everything. Every every <laughs> crappy game apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so when something like apparently. The Walking Dead comes around, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the best thing ever. After mm-hmm. playing like ten indie games that are terrible. <laughs> oh. Man. 
<laughs> I, I just hear these games and I just can't help but feel like they're like for furries or something. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, I should stop playing. I can picture that. <laughs> I'm right. not going to say anything about that. I'm just going to stop <laughs> ranting. I'm just going to, I can't, you I can talk you can't about deny this all day. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like, we're just not hush hush. <laughs> all right. I'm going to move us on because we're already at, uh, according to my little timer here, um, at least over an hour and I don't know, five minutes, something. Well, I'll find out after this. So we'll be moving on to the opinions section. Uh, yet again, we have this discussion. 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 <laughs> we, I just don't have it. Dis- well, well, this discussion will be uh, brought to you. <laughs> um from another uh discord community member um this has been really fun to ant- like take the because a lot of times we get these questions from the discord community asking questions that are like you know what we kind of want to talk about this a little bit more than just the q a session and those make their way into the discussion section if that sounds interesting to you by all means join the discord community it's a fun place so this one's from tech rs and he said let's see is this verbatim what he yeah. asked or is this yeah mm-hmm. okay just reverb g2 or valve index that's it simple question yep i like it all right cool (laughs) he asks reverb g2 or valve index (laughs) now this is probably uh, a question a lot of people are asking with the new information of the g2 so mm -hmm. uh i think that we've got some we got a little thing of specs up here for everyone to see just to make life a little easier but for those people out there who haven't even heard of the g2 uh, new headset through the Windows Mixed Reality line, and if I didn't lose you in that sentence, well, let me keep going. Uh, $600 will get you the headset. It's got inside-out tracking. It's got four cameras. It's got two Windows Mixed Reality controllers that have been slightly improved for better ergonomics. And $600, it has very high resolution of 4320 by 2160 between uh, two uh, 2.89-inch LCD screens. So you're looking at 2160 by 2160 per eye, 114-degree uh, field of view, if that means anything to you. That basically means a little bit more than most of your common headsets out there. And it just got announced, and it's very exciting to the few people who are going to go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Ugh. Hmm. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough. No one in this podcast, even if Adam was here, none of us have the HP Reverb G2. So it's a, there's a little bit of like, don't knock it till you cry, till you cry it, till you try it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's so like while we have our opinions based off what we've seen and what we know from previous Windows Mixed Reality headsets, which honestly hasn't been great experiences. There, you know, if you've as as a lot of VR is, if you've got a friend that's got this, do that first. That's always going to give you a way better impression than anyone here can give you. Yep. That said, we still need viewers, so stick around. Um, <laughs> so, um, what do you guys think? Uh, you 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 gave a little bit. Will, what do you think? Re- reverb. Have, have you seen this before? Is this your first time hearing about this? No, that's my first time hearing about it. Uh, gotcha. Honestly, the world of when it comes to VR, when it comes to VR headsets, I'm just I'm just always on the cheap side. Like if it passes the five hundred dollar range, I just normally don't go for it, <laughs> no matter so how out. good it is. I'm just that cheap, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I don't really have That's anything a lot of to people. say on it. 
Yeah. That's, that's a, a lot of people are like, you know, once you get over like $500, that goes from console price to like enthusiast level equipment. Um, yeah. And not a lot of people are willing to, let alone able to fork out that much money. So if, you know, that once they reach that kind of pricing, they're really, I, I feel like, how do I put this? There's a lot of people, if you're skimped on money, then you're going to go for the best bank for buck. Which is right now the Rift S or the Quest. <laughs> this isn't a better bang for a buck than either of those. So it's not going to get that audience. The other big audience are the people that have lots of money to spend and they don't mind spending a lot of money. And for them, they're going to want a better headset than this, which is going to be the Valve Index because it's got better tracking. It isn't, this has worse inside out tracking than the Rift S, which is saying something. <laughs> and it's got some stuff that's better but you know rift s has some like why I, why i say go and try these things uh, a lot of headsets are notorious for their like um their their screens even if they have higher specs on paper it doesn't necessarily mean that the technology is pulled off well rift s is really well known for having lesser specs than a lot of the other competitors but it it does so much more with those specs that it has that it feels like a better, more immersive experience. And that is somewhat true for mixed re Windows Mixed Reality. These headsets are known for having a lot of issues. So it's got some better specs, but that versus the tr the now really popular Valve Index, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think I would recommend it. Even if it's $400 less, Wait, okay. Is the index nine hundred or a thousand dollars? It's a thousand for the whole thousand altogether. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right for everything. Mm -hmm. So, index is four hundred more dollars. Granted, I think I, I mean, not just I think I know <laughs> that I would still get a Valve index, but I've I've got oh, an order sure. placed for that, and I'm not switching to this, um, even if it's cheaper. It's just uh, if you've got the money to spend more, then I don't think a lot of people would want this i don't destiny you were trying to say something over there what what are you thinking oh no i was just agreeing definitely index um and for especially for people who are just getting into vr like you said they're not going to want to go past that price point that definitely crosses over into the enthusiast level right yeah four hundred dollars is already stretching it that's like a brand that's not even a console that's a brand new unused console price typically yeah um you know, that's that's not something people put down. That's certainly not something I expect a lot of younger people to be able to, like, imagine. I, I imagine there's not a lot of parents that are going to hear, hey, I want to get the Reverb G2. <laughs> right. How much is it? It's $600. Is there a cheaper one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, your, your kid impression is spot on there. <laughs> yeah, it's basically. Exactly. Basically, you're all getting the same consensus from us. But just to give you a little tiny bit of more information, if you were still wondering, there's only three things on paper where the Reverb G2 wins. One is absolute resolution. That's pixel for pixel. One is price, $400 less. And the other is the ease of tracking. So tracking isn't going to be good, but it is inside out. You don't have to set up sensors. So if you're someone who has a laptop and you travel and you like to do VR while you're traveling, this might be better for you for those reasons. If the Rift S didn't exist, it would probably be smart to get this headset, but 
The only other crowd that this might really serve, and I say that because the original reverb did actually attract a lot of these people, is sim racers and cockpit players because you throw away those terrible controllers that it comes with because they're mm. awful and the resolution really makes up for it because people were saying how they got in to like a a flight simulator game and you could see what every gauge actually said above it you could read it because of this super high resolution of the original reverb i hadn't thought of that yeah this one's better so if you if you don't care all about hand tracking or any of that and you're thinking, oh, the Valve Index has the best resolution field of view. Well, you're going to lose a little field of view, but you're going to save yourself a lot of money. You're going to throw away these controllers, and you're probably going to have the crispest, clearest picture and more than good enough tracking for a cockpit or a driving game. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the only people I could see that I would recommend this headset to ever over the Valve Index. Right. I'd also like mm-hmm. to note, I'm looking at the pictures of, of it again. Doesn't it kind of have the same setup that, like, the oculus has where it doesn't have any weight in the back yeah it also doesn't weigh very much though it only weighs 1.1 pounds that's right yeah that's versus, a lot less yeah, versus the okay. index weighs 1.78 so that's almost two so it might not matter it might be comfortable enough that you wouldn't notice that about it but mm-hmm. yeah you could be right it may not it might weigh your head down we haven't tried it so i can't give you any anything yeah. there and it does come with those nice little like speaker attachments on the side which is yeah. a plus it does like yeah you know what when you put in the context of sims i could see this being the headset of choice i will grant people that it's you know you don't have to set up lighthouse tracking it's a light headset which is nice for when you're doing long hours of sims okay okay all right i get it i see it (laughs) i don't agree with it but i get it and i again i haven't been able to get my eyes on my eyes well yeah i haven't been able to get my eyes on it um or in it for that matter and that's that's going to be the real tell is you know oculus rift despite it having less resolution than a lot of these headsets has really good technology behind how their pixels are like arranged and it makes for this experience where even though there's technically less pixels showing an object the way it sort of meshes together makes it feel a little bit more seamless, so to speak. Like you, you see objects clearly. It doesn't, they don't feel like weird. They don't feel like VR objects. They feel a little bit more immersive. Um, And when you get a high resolution, you can, you maybe don't need that. Maybe you don't need that. Maybe you can stick to a more standard led panel experience and, Maybe that's what they pulled off. So again, if you got if you have one of those very few people that have the Reverb G2, because I don't think many people have it right now, try it out. That's always the best way to do it. Tell us what you think. I'd love and to tell hear us what from you anyone think. who's actually played it, or even an original Reverb, because I never got to play that one, and this one's supposedly just way better than it. So I have heard from people who have used that, and they never really liked it. They they've always <laughs> like they tried. I mean, people who have something who would like only have tried the VR headset that they have will often be like, "Yeah, this was great," but from people I know that have been able to try more than just the Windows Mixed Reality headsets and been able to try the Rift S or the Vive or the Index for a very select few people, um, none of them. <laughs> none of them came away going yeah I, I think the windows mixed reality headsets were the ones to go with <laughs> none yeah, of them did no. that every one of them goes yeah the rift s is 
you know, it's comfy. It's a lot of people have it. You have amazing Oculus uh, uh, software to go with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Any more opinions on that before we wrap up this podcast? Uh, get a PSVR. There you go. <laughs> or you can get a PlayStation West. VR. <laughs> Or yeah. you can do that. It'll work on PS5 and PS4. Yeah, I guess Woo! you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I am a PSVR lover. You guys all know that. I It does have its flaws. <laughs> but one thing that, that, that is a good explanation for those of you who have gotten to try it or an original Rift or a Vive out there, where when I talk about specs don't mean everything, the original PSVR had surprisingly little screen door effect and no one knew why, but Sony put this light diffusion layer in there that was then copied by like the Samsung Odyssey Plus. So people couldn't figure out why did this thing seem to have no screen door effect uh, as opposed to the original Rift or the original Vive having a lot of it. So that's where I'm saying don't trust these specs with the reverb. Same situation, you never know. You might try it on and this thing might be amazing or it might be way worse specs don't mean everything when it comes to these so right. always a good thing to remember with any vr headset yeah comfort goes a long way guys you're gonna like once you get used to vr you're gonna be wanting to use this a lot and the thing that makes your vr headset become a dust collector is typically the, the ease of use and the comfort if your thing's uncomfortable then when you are get at home after a long day of work and you're tired and you're like what do i want to do tonight and then you're like, well, I could put on the headset, but it's super front heavy. It's always uncomfortable and it's got this screen door effect. Then you're just not going to be playing it as much as you probably thought you would when you first bought it. And that's that's always the concern mm-hmm. for me. All right. And with that, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Thanks for watching, guys. Again, we have that guy's will. Super great to have you on the podcast, man. We would love to have you again. When we have an open spot, we're still trying to figure out what this arrangement will be when we have more than four people like for guests, but we're planning on it. Cool. Yeah. If you want to find out more about you, Will, where do they go? Tell us about yourself. Well, I can go to YouTube and search me up. I'm that guy is Will, all one word, and then space VR. I cover everything PSVR, so all the upcoming PS5 news and game reviews like good dog bad dog um and live streams all that stuff and then uh, i assume he plays better games than that <laughs> uh, i guess you'll yeah, have to find out one. <laughs> yeah yeah um and then there's also psvrreview.com where i post written stuff so that's your thing is that too yeah so check them out guys thank you for listening we'll catch you all in the next one see you later bye bye where virtual reality is our reality (laughs) don't leave that in (laughs) leave it jay look beside you is the pillow is the pillow oh Ah, my gosh it's right there ow oh i just punched my desk (laughs) there's been so Uh many times where i've tried to not laugh where like there was one just like levitating over there by the stairs and (laughs) 